The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, every year at Christmas, people are advised not to get a pet if they can't keep it for life. They're not stocking fillers. Very hard to shove a dog into a stocking either way. But today on the show, we're going to be discussing why these animals are a lifelong commitment, as well as how we can keep them safe over the holidays. Uh, Gillian Bird of the DSPCA is with us. Good morning, Gillian. Good morning. Good morning. Do people genuinely still give puppies for Christmas? Because, I, I, I mean, you're, you're so sick of saying it now at this point. Surely the message has gotten through. Well, you see, it's not just puppies. It's We've got kittens this year because the cats have continued to breed into the cold weather. Uh, rabbits, guinea pigs, goldfish, even snakes and tarantulas. You know, people will give gifts. And one of the funny things is a lot of the time out there, you've got people who are in long-term relationships and they're starting to feel the pressure that maybe they're supposed to give a ring. And sometimes what they do is they go, oh, do you know what? I'll get a they pet instead. Tra- well, I got it. If you give them a tarantula instead of a ring, I think you're, you're sending a very clear message. <laughs> I suppose it depends on what your loved one likes. But the problem with that is, you know, a, a, an engagement ring, yes, it's a contract, but it can be given back, whereas a pet can't. So, you know, giving a pet to somebody who's a loved one is probably more of a commitment than, than an engagement ring in some ways. But yeah, unfortunately, it does still happen. And What is worse is that if people came to us after Christmas and said, we made a mistake, we can't keep it, um, it's just not right for us, that would almost be, that would be better than what usually happens is people hang on to the animals until summer, the following Christmas, or they just basically keep them until they become a nuisance and they realise, oh, we we can't be keeping this animal, it's got behavioural issues or it's just not right. We can easily rehome a nice young animal, but it's harder once an animal has a behavioural issue. Or yeah. or worse still, they get two rabbits and then they end up with many, many rabbits, which is another yeah. issue. Yeah, you kind of have to watch that. Um, but l- yeah. l- let's talk about keeping pets uh, safe this Christmas. Um, I know we, we have a wonderful dog uh, who I've talked about many times. I didn't think I was a dog person until I got a dog. Uh, but now that I have a dog, uh, and, you know, the, this is the, the, the sole focus of the entire family. But she's a devil for looking for treats the whole time, sitting next to you watching you eat your dinner. If we're overindulging at Christmas, she's going to overindulge as well, isn't she? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So just, you need to take into account any treats you're giving your pet. You need to kind of make a mental calculation and maybe take a few of the biscuits that they're getting for their dinner out of their out of their meals. So a couple of the bits of dry food they're getting, take a few out, give them slightly less of a dinner. It's okay to have a little bit extra here and there, but it's just if it starts progressing and it goes on for one day, two days, three days, that is not good. We also have to be super careful what we're giving our pets as treats because a lot of the food we get around, especially around Christmas time, is very salty, it's very fatty, and sometimes it has things like um, raisins, it could have stuff in it that's actually toxic to animals. Mm, well, what about the old bit of turkey and ham now? If you're slipping that under the plate, uh, would, would that well, be any harm? Turkey's not too bad, but the ham can be quite salty and sometimes it's been cooked in alcohol. So, you know, we have to be careful of those sort of things. So in moderation, but better off pet food for the pets, human food for the humans, and you're better off with that. A little bit of turkey, <laughs> that's okay. But just keep away from the old alcohol-filled cranberry sauce and the you know, the gravy with the wine and things like that. They're the things yeah, well, that are going to do, do harm. Well, 
you should hear what Gar Mullins is going to be cooking in a few minutes. None of that will be going to the pet, I can tell you. Uh, you're definitely after ruling that out. Now, the other thing that people feel the urge to do at Christmas is to buy their pets presents um, and, and to buy toys that squeak or that, that, that make noise or that uh, will give them entertainment. A lot of the time, dogs, you know, they'll just pull them apart and end up possibly choking on the innards. How do you pick something that's right? Well, you need to make sure you're buying something that is specifically for pets. And with anything you're giving your pet, it should always you should always supervise them with it. Never really leave them alone with certain of the toys, especially the soft toys, the ones with the squeakers, or any of the treats like that. You need to keep an eye on them because, you know, you can buy these treats and there's ones out there that you can buy that are totally, you know... Totally non-undestructible. You cannot destroy this tree. Yeah, and your dog uh, I know dogs. I know dogs <laughs> will take that as a personal challenge, though. If you present yeah. something that you tell them can't be destroyed, they will. Absolutely, absolutely. But look, animals love being part of Christmas. They do like getting a present. Uh, we've got our, our, our a couple of dogs in the family now who absolutely adore it, and they have to open their Christmas wrapping paper to get their toy out. They absolutely love part of the whole thing. But we just have to make sure it is something suitable for pets. It's a suitable size, so it's not too small if you've got a big dog. You're not going to end up with a choking hazard. Um, and it's going to be something safe for your pet and appropriate for your pet. What about Christmas Day itself? Now, not everybody can bring their pet with them if they're going to maybe the in laws or they're going somewhere else for the dinner. They have to leave the dog at home. And the dog might be left at home for a long period. Is there anything you can do that will make that anyway better for the poor animal? Well, obviously, you want to bring them out for a bit of exercise before you go out and make sure they've had their dinner, make sure they've had a chance to go to the toilet properly before they go out. If when you, you know, hopefully you're going to be leaving them somewhere nice and safe in the house, maybe the kitchen, just make sure they can't access any food. There's not Christmas decorations or Christmas trees they can knock over. Um, and look, if you come home and you've left them for slightly longer than you'd hoped to, don't give out to them if there's a little accident in the house. It's not their fault. You weren't there to let them out. It's mm. not ideal. We shouldn't be leaving them for any length of time, especially this time of the year, because there can be lots of strange noises and there can be lots of visitors coming to the neighbours and they can be getting all excited and, you know, stressed about these things. So just do do be conscious about how long you're leaving the pet. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you can bring it with you, bring them with you, but just keep them somewhere safe in the, in the house you're going to as well. I don't know if you actually heard, Kieran Cuddy was uh, telling us uh, on the little Christmas stings that we have at the moment about the time that his puppy destroyed all of his Christmas decorations. Um, oh, and yeah. and that, that, that can happen. Um, uh, you know, yeah. it, it does happen from time to time. I'm presuming a little bit like the choking hazards of the toys. You have to be conscious. Do, do you keep kind of things that might be dangerous to the puppy higher up the tree or what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. And ideally not let the dog or the cat in the room with the tree unaccompanied. Do not uh, let the cat in the room with the tree unaccompanied. <laughs> I made that mistake once. Never again. Yeah, absolutely. I know they, they love, I mean, it's a chat. Why, when you think about it, like they like climbing trees outside and we're bringing one into their homes and now we're putting sparkly things on it. Yeah, there are a lot of hazards around the Christmas tree. You've got the lights, which they love to chew. They can get tangled up in that. You've got the decorations, some of which can be, you know, if they fall off the tree, they can can break. Uh, you've all those sort of things that, that can be a hazard. But also you've got the things under the tree. A lot of people like to put edible things under the tree. They'll put the dog stocking, the cat stocking. They'll hang Christmas 
decorations the, that are no, made the of box chocolate. Celebra- the, the box of celebrations uh-huh. might be left open yeah. under the tree, and that's not ideal uh, for the puppy. No, yeah. but even I had a cat one time that munched its way through the chocolate decorations hanging on the tree. We didn't know because the tinfoil was still left on them, but the chocolate was gone. So, <laughs> you know, you just think about what you're putting under the tree. Don't put your pet's <laughs> present under the tree. The number of times, well, I've done it myself, where you put the cat's stocking wrapped in a wrapped up in paper under the tree, but they can sniff the catnip through yeah. the wrapping paper. So, yeah, just be careful. And tinfoil is, an, or not tinfoil, the tinsel is another one that's really bad as well. Yeah. Little bits fall off and cats can go after it and chase can it. Can I just go to say kudos to that cat, by the way? I mean, that was the perfect <laughs> crime if it was ever <laughs> oh, to be pulled off. Uh, you are running the Be Good Christmas campaign. Tell us a little about it, Gillian. We are. So, you know, we always go around telling our pets, hopefully, that they are good. You're a good dog. You're a good boy. You're a good whatever cat. Whether people say they're good cats or not. Uh, but we're trying to say to people, you know, are you a good human? Are you looking after your pets properly? Are you being responsible? Have you got them neutered, microchipped, etc.? But also, if you can, you know, we're talking about fostering animals over Christmas. We're talking about, you know, if you have some time to spare, maybe you'd think of volunteering in the new year. Our donating. We are always looking for donations. We've had a huge increase in the number of animals we've taken in this year. A huge amount of work. And our goal is to try and make every animal happy, safe, well, and find a new home for it. So we're also okay. looking for donations. So you can check all the stuff that we need on our website, dspca.ie. Gillian Bird, Head of Education and Media with the DSPCA. Best of luck with that campaign and thanks for all the advice, Gillian. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.